Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success dot com podcast this is magic spell number five magic spell number five perfect practice makes perfect you know most of our entire life we've all grown up and heard practice makes perfect practice makes perfect and i hope the rest of your network marketing journey when when you hear anybody say practice makes perfect you hear that a lot on the little league field uh, when you hear somebody say practice makes perfect, I hope you'll think to yourself, perfect practice makes perfect. You know, in this profession, if we look at the challenges that we have today in the network marketing profession, I believe there's you can basically categorize those challenges into three types of challenges. Uh, the first one I call internal challenges. And internal challenges, they have everything to do with self-limiting beliefs, uh, our programming our, uh, with, that was placed in our mind by the time we're 12 years old, programming, uh, our expectations or lack thereof, our goals or lack thereof. Uh, the mindsets that we have, the negative mindsets, the success mindsets that we may or may not have. And, you know, you can take all those concepts, ideas, principles, and in my opinion, they all come down to two things. Really three, but fear of failure, fear of rejection, and fear of what somebody else is thinking about a person. So that's the, all the internal struggles and challenges that can all be overcome, but are part of this profession. The other is the marketplace challenges. And I believe that the challenges and situations we run into the marketplace are very predictable, pretty consistent, and really never change that much. Marketplace challenges. And I believe that the most common questions, uh, the most common question I've heard over the past 35 years is, is people ask me, Dale, what do you do when blank? You know, what do you do when they, a prospect won't call you back? What do, they, what do you do when they won't watch your website? What do they do? When they tell you, you tell me they're going to buy their product next week and I, my product next week and I never hear from them. What do you do when this happens? What do you do when that happens? When specific marketplace 
conditions, challenges occur. And I sincerely believe in every marketplace situation we experience, in every single one, I believe that there's always one best response. I believe there's one best response that will connect with the majority of people in the marketplace. Now, I also understand that you know, you can never say the right thing to the wrong person or the right thing, uh, the wrong thing to the right person or the right thing to the wrong person. I, I totally get that. I 100% I believe that. But on the same token, I do believe there's one best response to every market situation. So the real skill, the real skill is figuring out who are you talking to? Who are you really talking to? Are they a prospect for your business, your product, or your service? Are they just a tire kicker? And I believe the ability to identify who you're talking with is really an acquired skill in and of itself, maybe the most important. Uh, we've all seen what I call bull in China shop distributors. You know, they explode on the marketplace simply looking for people that can't tell them no. There's a lot of very successful retailers that are, are successful retailers because they just explode on the market every day until they find people that can't tell them no. I mean, I'm thinking about one particular company that I'm aware of, and this 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 one lady is, she's the top retailer in the company every month. And this company also tracks how many, how, uh, how your numbers look from a auto ship standpoint from a customer base and, and retention. And she's absolutely positively never on that list, but she's always on the top retailer list. Uh, that, that is, it's just unbelievable to me that people would want to continue to go in the marketplace and do the same work over and over and over and over and over and over. You know, as we've talked about many times, if they buy once, they're a suspect. If they buy twice, they're a prospect. If they buy three times, they're a customer. And why people want to continue to go in the marketplace every day and just talk people into buying their product or service and continue to do that for years and not really take the time to develop customers is, is kind of fascinating to me, but we see this quite often in this profession. There's probably people in your company that I've just described. And what I've come to realize is people would rather do what's comfortable than change to do what makes sense and is logical. We'll say that again. People would rather do what's comfortable than to change. They don't want to change. So they'd rather go in the marketplace and do what's comfortable for them than to have to make a change or an adjustment in their thought process and, and do what's logical 
and make sense and ultimately would provide them much more value over the long haul. It's, it's really kind of fascinating. So, you know, I, again, I've been shocked at how many people have been around the profession for years who would really rather be comfortable than be better at their craft. They'd rather be comfortable and they think productive. And again, I've said many times, there's a lot of people in network marketing making six figures that should be making seven. They really should be. But but it really boils down to this. They would rather be comfortable than make the changes and become better. So let's just say that somebody comes to the marketplace and they ask me, Dale, about follow-up. And someone tells me, Dale, they tell me they're interested, but they won't call me back. What do I do? So again, the number one question I've received over the past 35 years, uh, and all of you probably heard it many times as well, is what do you do when? What do you do when somebody does this? And everybody's looking for the technique. They're, they're concerned about the marketplace challenges. And a lot of times they get overly concerned about marketplace challenges so they don't have to deal with the internal challenges. And that's a whole discussion in and of itself. You know, there's some people that always have questions about marketplace challenges and techniques. Constant questions. but And the reason those questions are constant is because they don't want to get to the real issues, the real internal issues of mindset, expectation, work ethic, and so on and so forth. So... You know, people ask, and again, I've used this as an example. We'll continue. Someone tells me uh, they're interested, but they won't call me back. Dale, what do I do? Well, I, I, I absolutely know the best way to handle this, and I can share that with them. And it's uncanny to me how many people will, you know, I'll share with them the exact thing that they should do. And it's, 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 it's fascinating to me how many of them will then say, well, this is what I do. This is what I do when they don't call me back. And this, that's a really good example because, well, this is what I do, Dale. And this is what, and it's like, I think to myself, no, you don't. I know exactly what you do. When people don't call you back, here's the game. They tell you they're interested, so you'll shut up and leave them alone. They tell you they're interested, so you will shut up and leave them alone. Then when you call to follow up, they will not call back. And some people will call to follow up maybe one more time or maybe two more times. And then they quit calling. And they know you're going to quit calling. And that's the game. That's the game. That's the game. And, And let me say that again because I'm telling you, there's so many people that are hearing this and that really need to hear this for yourself. But I promise you, you got people on your team. If it's not you, it's them. So here's the game. They go in the marketplace. People say, oh, yeah, call me. Huh? Let me know more about it. Leave me your card. Whatever. They say whatever because they know most people will never follow up. So it's a brush off. It's a brush off. You don't know who you're dealing with. 
You don't know if they're a real prospect or they're a tire kicker. And again, being able to understand and realize who you're talking to is a very, very important uh, skill that can be learned over time. However, there's people who've been around this industry 25, 30 years who've never figured it out. They're just in the marketplace. People say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Let me know. Send me some, send me some information about that. Do you have a website? And it's in most cases, it's a brush off. And then when you follow up, when people follow up, they won't return your call. Well, of course, they're not going to return your call because they know most people don't follow up. They're kind of shocked that you did. And then if you follow up again, that's like two follow ups. But they know, as I do, that if they don't return your call, you'll just quit calling. You know, I used to say uh, back in the day when we use VHS videos to recruit, we just hand out a video, say push play. And, and I, I would t talk about in the training that the VCRs throughout America have VHS opportunity videos and product videos from multiple network marketing companies stacked on top of them that were never followed up on. They were never followed up on. So, you know, those of you that have gone through our Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire program, you know, I make this statement in that program. And that was the first ever generic training program that we ever produced. Uh, I never had any intentions of, of making anything available outside our organization. That was the first one. And in that confessions program, I make the statement. I say, what I'm getting ready to share with you made me more money than any technique, not mindset, but any technique, procedure, that I can teach you. And I and I and I share that in that program. And it's real simple. The answer, if you guys want to know what is the absolute best way to handle somebody when they won't when you follow up and they won't call you back, is on the second call, you say, Look, look, Joe, are you still interested in evaluating our program or evaluating our product? Or can I can can I go ahead and scratch you off my list? And that's it. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people just say, well, Dale, I can never scratch them. Well, you might as well because if you don't knock them off the fence, I promise they're, they're, they're going to forget that you called. They're going to forget about your product. They're going to forget about your opportunity. And, and, and you want to be able to give them an out. I'd say, hey, look, if you're not interested in evaluating, I understand, no problem. Just let me know, and I'll go ahead and scratch you off my list for now. Because if, if they say no to you now, their window, things are going to change in their life. They might be open later. And, again, I don't want to turn this into a recruiting uh, mindset technique training. But, you know, when performing a magic routine, there's always a best way 
to learn and perfect the move, the sleight of hand. There's always a best way. So I believe when you're in the market and you're communicating with people, the market challenges uh, are pretty much the market challenges. I've said for years, I can't tell you what one person will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of 100 will. There's a very there's predictability in human nature, and you know what most of your responses are going to be, uh, and your objections, and concerns and challenges as you go through your play one, play two recruiting process. You know what the challenges are going to be. You know what the rebuttals are going to be. You know the time issues that people are trying to deal with, and. If, if it's the same thing over and over, then what is the best way to respond when somebody doesn't call you back that you're following up with? And it's real simple. On the second on the second call, you don't just call and call and call and call. Again, they're surprised you called the first time. But on the second call, it's, hey, Joe, this is Dale. Uh, look, I'm busy. I know you're busy. I don't want to take a lot of time. Are you still interested in evaluating this our program, or can I go ahead and scratch you off my list? Scratch you off my list. That phrase has made me more money than anything that I can ever share. Why? Because it takes people that are on the fence and it pulls them to you. And that's all. That's and again, I'm not going to get into all that now, but I can tell you that that phrase is it. So, uh, there's always a best move, and I just believe that, and, and I believe that you need to master what to say, when to say it, especially when you keep running into the same challenges, objections, time constraints, whatever it may be, over and over and over, which you will in this profession because the real product is people, and it's just it is what it is, and once you understand how to reply, then you just keep on going. And, and and the way you respond, I mean, what do you say, Dale, when somebody does this? All we want to do is stack the odds in your favor. There's no magic words that you can say. There's no script. There is no foo-foo dust. Everything's about stacking the odds for success in your favor. So. Again, when you're performing magic, there's always a best way to do a move. And I remember watching a member of our magic club, they performed a trick called the Color Monty. And I'd seen it in the magic catalogs, and but once you, you know, the, the description of it, but once you actually see it done, and it was like, man, this is awesome. This is a great effect. It has a real wow factor at the end of it. I loved it. And I remember when I got home, I ordered it. And when it arrived, you know, 10 days, two weeks later, you know, the package comes in the mail. And when it arrived, you know, the instructions for a young magician that I was at the time, it was like reading Chinese. And it used technical terms like use your favorite force and the, the major term it used in the instructions was do a double lift. It's called double lift. It still is. But it was a term that, you know, I understand what a double lift is today, but it was like a new network marketer hearing 
terms like BV or force matrix or whatever. So a brand new network marker, here's what the heck's BV? What's a force matrix? Brand new. Well, brand new magician, young magician here in double lift, it was kind of the same thing. So I remember at our next meeting, I went to the member that had performed the trick and I asked him to show me what a double lift was. What what is a double lift? And he was very experienced. He'd been performing magic longer than I'd been alive. And he showed me the very best way. Now there's multiple ways, but he showed me the best way to learn the double lift move. And he showed me, and he took some time, and he showed me, and he showed me, and he showed me, and then he had me try to do it, but at least get the basic feel for it. And, you know, then, guys, it was up to me to learn it. He showed it to me, and it was up to me to learn it. And it was beyond awkward, and it was extremely uncomfortable. And I didn't try to perform the trick. I was just trying to learn the move that would enable me to perform the trick. Does that make sense? So it was the, and see, I look back and I think, well, this is the exact same reason most people, most kids who buy magic kits never learn to perform the tricks. They never learn to perform the tricks. And most network markers never learn how to stack the odds in their favor when they're in the marketplace. It's really kind of the same thing. You know, because perfect practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And I spent hours and hours learning that move so I can learn the trick. And again, it's like you have to learn to prospect, you have to learn to create customers before you can build a real business. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, again, I think we get so caught up in thinking there's just foo-foo dust, and there's really no foo-foo dust. So, you know, we're going to have internal, internal challenges, all of us do. 97% of the people that enter this profession do not have the transferable skill sets and mindsets to do it. So new skill sets and mindsets are required. And most people don't want to deal with that. And then they so they go straight into the marketplace and it's like they try to do the trick without learning it first. Or without, you know, practicing in front of your mom and your dad and your relatives before you go into the marketplace and really try to perform. That's why geographical credibility and that's why communicating in the beginning with people that you know is so important. I mean, there was a time when we said, look, I'm just practicing with you. I'm going to talk to my good people next week. We told new people to do that. Just go on the market. I'm just practicing with you. I'm going to talk to my good people next week. Again, guys, there's just you can't escape the road, the path. You really can't, and and it, it it shocks me today how many people ignore, you know. As I was reading somebody the other day, said I've been, 
it took me 15 years, and you know, and of course now they they drank the Kool-Aid, and and she totally ignores the fact that if it wasn't for the 15 years, and it shouldn't have been that long, but it was if it wasn't for the time, energy, effort you put in, uh, you know, they neglect the path that got them where they are. It's just amazing. So they can sell an affiliate program and make you know a few hundred bucks or a few ten dollars or whatever it is. So that kind of leads me to the third challenge that we have, uh, and really has added to the pain of this industry, and you know that we've allowed to penetrate and dominate this profession over the last 20 years, and I call that the foo foo dust, the foo foo dust. Uh, my friend Ron Henley had a, a meme on Facebook this week and I thought it was just phenomenal. Uh, it, it was a picture of somebody's mind and an eraser trying to erase parts of their mind. And he said a big part of becoming a great network marketer is unlearning a lot of the crap you were taught by people who didn't have a clue. And that is so true and scary. It's really scary. So, yes, you know, I would have loved to learn a simple way to perform the color money trick without learning how to do the double lift move and practicing countless numbers of hours before I could actually perform it. But you know what? That's just not the way the real world works, regardless of what some people are trying to say to to people and convince people, you know, regardless of what all the self-proclaimed gurus are selling the market to the market, truth is truth. Truth is truth. For people to create success in network marketing, new skill sets and mindsets are required. Those who don't accept this and just accept, you know, I got to develop new skill sets and mindsets, they end up with closets full of distributors, distributor kits and hard drives full of affiliate training programs. Let me say that again. The people that don't accept the fact from the beginning that new skill sets and mindsets are going to be required for me to fulfill my upside potential in this profession, they end up, if they don't accept that, they're going to end up with closets full of distributor kits because they think what well, this product's going to make me successful or this comp plan is going to make me successful. The work is the same no matter where you are. So those who, ex who don't accept this, again, closets full of distributor kits and hard drives full of fluff training programs. Perfect practice makes perfect. You know, we all have to conquer internal challenges. We can all learn the best way to respond to marketplace challenges. So really the goal of this podcast and virtually everything we do is to warn people of the foo-foo dust traps. That's, that's all we're really trying to do. And I hope in this session, I hope it's been valuable for you. Uh, I hope this kind of makes sense and it's click for you. And that you understand you know there's three types of challenges internal which we can conquer programmingyourmind.com most of you know that marketplace which you know it's it's really 
understanding who you're dealing with, the predictability of people, understand the brush off, and be able to discern, is this person truly interested or are they just telling me what I want to hear, what's going on, and being able to really understand that. And again, you have to get outside of your head and into the person's head that we talked about in the last couple of weeks. And then, again, the foo-foo dust traps. So I hope that's made sense. Uh, I hope this session's been valuable. Uh, if you want to continue to listen, I'll, I am going to share with you a commercial. As some of you may or may not know, uh, you know I, I don't do a lot of commercials on this, but I'm going to do a commercial today. I have to. Uh, a, a few days ago, we introduced a new training platform that's through the Network Marketing Magazine. Uh, that's now available exclusively. Uh, it's a totally different, it's a totally new training platform being used by a lot of Fortune 500 companies. It's never been available to the network marketing profession until, that, until right now through the network marketing magazine. And to say that it's unique or unlike anything in the profession has ever seen are the best investment in the development of your organization uh, that you will ever have the opportunity to participate in. If I could say all of that, and it would all be a major understatement. It's an understatement. Uh, as I said on the initial webinar, some of you may have been on that, uh, there's no way in the world to do the platform justice. And, you know, you can watch the replay of this introductory webinar if you guys want to it's at takebacktheindustry.com forward slash register I'll say that one more time takebacktheindustry.com forward slash register if you want to watch the replay because I realize most of you that will be listening to this podcast will be you know long after this was introduced but uh, of course the domain take back refers to the foo-foo dust challenge the foo-foo dust challenge that we've talked about previously, you know, internal, external foo-foo dust. So the internal and market challenges, I believe, are challenging enough on their own. And this, this platform, uh, it's been introduced less than, you know, five days ago at the time of this recording. And I just want, you know, I could talk about it till I'm green in the face. I, I really could. But I just want to share a couple of testimonies that we've received. Say, so, well, Dale, what is it? What is it? Why is it different? Listen, I, I just let me share these testimonies w with the hope that if you have not watched that that webinar, that you will, guys. I'm, I, 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 I know the impact that this will have on organizations and companies uh, all over this industry. Uh, I, I let uh, five company owners or corporate officers know about this. I've heard from four like and, and all four are like we're, we're, we want to do this. This makes sense. How can we, we want to implement this. We want to help our people. Uh, 
And these are company owners, corporate officers. But let me just share with you some of the things members have said. Uh, it's from Kevin. Kevin Owens, he said, hey, Dale, I'd just like to thank you for making such an impact on my life and career. The new platform that is set up with the Network Marketing Magazine is awesome. I've already helped four of my business partners start up today. Uh, finish your 18-month program about seven months ago, and my confidence is skyrocketing. We were recognized top 10 in our company for helping other people advance our first year in the training club. Man, I love that. That's mmtrainingclub.com. This is different, what I'm talking about. But uh, using the effective launch system and having it, having it duplicate does work. I could say more, but it'll all come out someday soon. The main thing, we are in a leadership development business. Every day I wake up now, who's in my life that I'm going to impact that day? Stay tuned because we know the best is yet to come. Uh, Patricia said, I'm talking to more people, building more relationships, planting more seeds. Rich, my friend Rich Graves said, really feeling the effects of holding, I love that term, holding a positive mental attitude, attitude in place and feeling much better about everything. This is five days. This has been in the market, guys. Five days. Uh, Dan said, I got a stronger picture of how powerful this system is. I'm committed. That was some Dan's immense. Sheila uh, says, as a clinical psychologist, I can tell you the gamification to hunger concept is real. And when the gamification content is based upon wisdom of the ages principles, this platform is going to change many lives. Because month one content is focused on programming your mind correctly. I've shared it with many that are not even involved in network marketing. This will cement your legacy, your legacy Mr. Calvert. Uh, Dan said, today, today I eliminated a limiting belief that I had had. It's not a huge one or super significant. However, it was a limiting belief and now it's gone. The best part of this experience was realizing that limiting beliefs can be eliminated. Uh, Sheila Hall said, I'm willing to pay the price for success and will not pay the price for failure. I promise to take like-minded people on this journey with me. Uh, Cindy and John said, realizing and seeing new levels of eliminating and leaving behind the negative people and circumstances before we can add the new ones to or eliminate it this morning. Uh, Curry, Curry Russell said in a Facebook page, the 27% success system is no joke. I woke up to this amazing message, and this was like the second or third day, and this was from someone that he had shared the system with, the platform, and she said, I don't have her name, she said, I cannot thank you enough, Curry. What a transformation just in this three days I've, three days I've been involved. I can only imagine what one year is going to feel like. Thank you. I waited till after midnight so I could get to the next module. I have to start building a foundation, blah, blah, blah. And she goes on and so forth. She said, but that will all come. And that's somebody that he had shared this with. Uh, I could go on and on and on, guys. I'm not going to. I, after the first four days, we got dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of testimonies. And it's not something I can explain, but you've got to experience it. 
Look, if you enjoy these podcasts, you can have, you can experience this platform and test drive it for the first month for 97 cents. 97 cents. Um, When I say this is a labor of love for me, it sincerely is. Uh, the amount of financial interest I have in this whole process, uh, you guys would think I'm absolute crazy, which I am, from a financial perspective, for putting the time, energy, and effort that I have into this. It's been over hundreds of hours from everybody involved, but it's not about that for me. It's about, I know, I understand, as Sheila was talking about, um, who's a clinical psychologist, she said gamification to hunger concept is real. And when the gamification contact is based upon wisdom of ages, principles as you teach, this platform is going to change many lives. Uh, Network marketing, teaching, training, organization development is going to a new level. Uh, please, I'm just asking you for yourself, not for me. Really, if if you relate to what I share in these podcasts, go to takebacktheindustry.com forward slash register because uh, there's something real, real unique, special, and exciting here. And I would love for you to be part of it. Thanks for listening to MLM Success Podcast. Perfect practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. I'll talk to you next week on another session. You guys have an awesome week. Talk to you soon. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business. And we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.